0: Good morning, my friends. It's a beautiful day here. I hate to tell you this, but here where I live in Michigan, it's snowing. Ah, oh, Winter is on its way. And, you know, we can't change the circumstance of our life sometimes. <laughs> I can't change the weather. <laughs> but we can change our response to the circumstances. We can change how we view it. Now, sometimes I would view snow as the end of the world and the cold as the end of the world. But you know what? It's not. We can view the positives that come with snow or with seasons or whatever other circumstance there is. We can choose to respond trusting in God, even in spite of the circumstances, even when it doesn't feel like there is anything positive at all. We can choose to trust God. So with something that's a little bit more trivial like snow, I might Choose to go on a walk anyway, which I did today. I might look at the positives and say, you know what? It's perfect weather to be cozy inside. It's perfect weather to bring out the hot chocolate, which I love. <laughs> it's perfect weather for all of that. And in something that's a little less trivial, we can remind ourselves that this circumstance that we're dealing with and we're facing, that's not all there is. We have a loving God who is bigger. Than any circumstance and that circumstance will never change his love for us so we can choose how to respond and we have a god my friends who is powerful a god who has already won the war jumping back to our conversation from first corinthians paul right is addressing this mistruth that there is no resurrection of the dead First, he laid out that clear, logical argument why that just doesn't make sense. Jesus raised from the dead, right? And then he shares that truth that Christ is risen from the dead, as he said, as we heard in our last episode, for as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. So he replaces the lie with truth. And now he's going to go on to talk about the resurrection of the dead and how powerful our God is. First and foremost, he is so powerful that he beat death himself. Death could not hold him. He rose again, and Jesus is alive, my friends. That's how powerful our God is, but we're going to see how he's also powerful, and over all those circumstances that that we struggle with on a day-to-day basis, all of the challenges, God is bigger than those challenges. So let's dive in and continue on this discussion as Paul continues talking about the resurrection of the dead. We're in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 23, and I'm reading from the ESV. He says, but each in his own order. And, and again, this is talking about the resurrection of the dead. But each in his own order, Christ, the first fruits. And right before this, he said, all shall be made alive. So Christ is the first fruits, the first one to be made alive. When death had us in its clutches, Christ is the first one to raise again, to be raised, to beat death Christ, the first fruits, then at his coming, those who belong to Christ. So he's showing here the order that things are going to happen, right? First, we've already seen this. This is the proof that we also will rise again from the dead, that there really is resurrection from the dead. There really is payment for sin. There really is salvation. It was that first, it was Christ. Then when he comes again, those who belong to Christ, Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father after destroying every rule and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. That is how powerful our God is. That is how big he is. So whatever circumstance you are facing, whatever difficulty, challenge, whatever evil you are facing, God is bigger than that. And we can put our hope in him because one day he is going to deliver the entire kingdom, the entire world to God, the father, and he is going to destroy every rule. He's going to destroy every authority, every power. He's going to destroy everything evil. He's going to destroy death itself, my friends. So we can reframe our thinking in the moment. Yes, it is hard, and I'm not wanting to minimize that at all. Circumstances in life, they can just plain suck. (laughs) Let's be real. (laughs) But we can know that even in the midst of that sucking, (laughs) even in the midst of the hardness, our God is bigger, our God is greater, and our God has a plan. And our God has already delivered the blow That is going to cause him to win the war. Our pastor this Sunday, we were kind of talking about something similar. And I loved that he pointed this out. That in real life, you can basically win a war. But the enemy is going to keep fighting. Right? Because so often we have a hard time with this. And we say, well, we know the cross, right? It really did defeat death. Christ rose again from the dead. Right? He's basically won the victory. So, why are we still here? Why are we still fighting the devil, fighting sin, fighting the flesh? Why are we having all of these struggles? Why is there still evil in the world when Christ has already won the victory? And you know what? It got me thinking that in, in literature, when we're reading books or novels, I love Lord of the Rings. So, this is a Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> At the end of Lord of the Rings, right, they destroy the ring, and there's this giant shockwave that goes out as this piece of, of evil is destroyed. Basically, the the head of the snake, the, the leader, is destroyed. This shockwave goes out from that place, and all of these evil armies are destroyed with them in an instant, right? So the fighting stops in an instant, But unlike Mordor (laughs) in Lord of the Rings, unlike destroying that ring in this world, in real life, just because you have dealt a blow that is the victory, it doesn't mean that people stop fighting, right? We look at all of the wars throughout history and the followers, they keep fighting even when their leader has been taken out. Even when they know they're fighting a losing battle, sometimes they'll still keep on fighting until the very, very end, tooth and nail. It's like one last push to try and reclaim what they can. It's almost like a Hail Mary, right? They're, the enemy is trying whatever they can. They're not accepting defeat, even though it's already happened. And that's what we're dealing with today. Today. That is what the devil and evil are doing. They are pulling one final push because they still think they can come back and win it. But we know how this story ends. And we see that in the end, after the resurrection of the dead, Jesus is going to deliver this world, the kingdom to God. And he is going to destroy all of these enemies. He is going to destroy death. Which... It's so awesome. And so while yes, we are in a sense fighting the last resurgence of evil here and now. And we still have to deal with those junky circumstances. Christ is the sign. He is the truth. That he is already one. That the end is already assured. And so we can change from being afraid and burdened by the circumstance. Yes, they're hard. And again, I don't want to minimize that at all. And we're going to have hard feelings and hard thoughts and hard circumstances to come up against. But even in the midst of that, we can come back to this truth, this encouragement, That even if it looks like evil is winning now, we know that they don't win in the end. Even if death looks like it's winning now, we know that in Christ, death doesn't win in the end. And we can look forward to that truth. We can have the fruit of the Spirit, including love, joy, and peace, even in the midst of the battle because we know how it ends. So cling to that truth, my friends. We're going to talk a little bit more about this tomorrow, and I will see you then. By the way, this podcast is for you, and so I want to hear your thoughts, your opinions, your ideas. What's going well? What do you love? What could be better? What do you want to see more of here at Start With Scripture? Let your voice be heard by heading over to fill out my quick, like, four-question survey at my website, hesedheart.com voice. Fill that out, and I will gift you a free online yoga class just as a thank you for, for letting your voice be heard and helping me serve you, serve this community to the best that I can.